Film Cold. Hello and welcome to Film Cold. I'm David Sandu. I'm Stefan Sandu. I'm Ryan Victory. And Merry Christmas! Oh man, you totally jumped onto that. I knew you were not going to, so I had to jump in there before you. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas and other holidays, but we're just talking about Christmas today. Sorry. Happy holidays, people who are not Christians out there, okay? I put in the caveat, but we're talking about Christmas today. Tonight's specific is Christmas. Okay, yeah, we're talking about Christmas. Yeah, it's it's Christmas. All right, so we love to do this because contention's fun. Last week, we didn't have a whole lot of contention, and I'll be honest, I was a little bored. And so this week, we want to yell at each other. Yeah, (laughs) Stefan, peace does not work. We don't want peace on earth. We want to talk about Christmas and argue about it. I wanted a discussion because I'm tired of hearing you guys yell at each other. (laughs) Well, this time, we're going to yell at you. Yeah, because you made some heinous accusations in the car, so. All right, so today, we have decided to choose our favorite Christmas movies and pit them against each other. One will survive, and the others will die. And Freddy is going to be the decider of who wins. Now, Freddy, you know, we're not changing anything, but last time we had you decide on something, you did not go off the arguments. You went off of your own thoughts. No, you didn't, because he brought up stuff that we had never even talked about, and so you need to go off the arguments this time of which movie wins. Hey, don't let him talk to you like that, Freddy. I went off one part of the argument, and then I added... So that kind of counts. Kind of. But there was comments from other people uh, who said that uh, it, it didn't really count. So well, well, hey, well, who uh, listens uh, to uh, this? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. David right. didn't win, so some of the comments didn't count. Yeah, right. And he, he got on his, his additional Apple uh, accounts. I don't commented. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I had actual real people out there who uh, commented. Mike, thank you. Anyways, we are going to start and what are our movies ryan go my movies are christmas classic from 1994 uh which actually had the audacity to literally murder incidentally i guess murder santa claus in the first 15 minutes of the movie and this is the santa claus starring tim allen uh one of the best christmas movies of all time better than the two that we're going to talk about uh, the, oh! the other two that we're going to talk about uh, for various reasons which we'll, we'll get into. But 1994, The Santa Claus, not Santa Claus 2, not Santa Claus 3. Those ones aren't that great. Those don't detract from the original. We're talking about The Santa Claus, the first one. Okay, so mine's a, it's a short one. It's a 1968 classic from Rankin and Bass. It's uh, The Little Drummer Boy. It's one, it is my all-time favorite Christmas story and Christmas movie, even though it's not a full-length feature film, I feel like this movie in its 25 minutes can hold its own against these two. Mine is the classic movie that brings Bing, Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye and Rosemary Clooney, George Clooney's mother. Uh, and well, I looked that up. That, that, is that really? I thought that, I was, his, I I thought I that was his aunt. Yeah, no, I don't think that's his mother. Wait, is that? I'm pretty sure it's his aunt, actually. I'm going for a little stupid right here. You, you spitting out false facts over here? I think I might be. Yeah, you are, because I looked it up specifically because I wanted to know. And, and That's his nephew. That's ah. her nephew. Oh, Stefan knew a fact. Hey. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, Clooney relation. Um, so 1954's White Christmas, which has one of the most classic Christmas songs of all time. Didn't originate with this movie, but this movie sort of helped cement that song into becoming classic. Great, funny movie, heartwarming, romantic. Fun, you know, entertaining, great Christmas movie. I think, personally, a better Christmas movie than both these movies. So, 
I want to start off because on the on our car ride here, Stefan made a bold statement and said his was the only Christmas movie. I think he's going to take the uh, the Christian route on this. Um, so uh, it's, I, take I it away. I can't believe you didn't take the murderous Santa Claus path, but so you, you got it. It's go not for that it. I I took the Christmas route or the Christian route. It's I was when I watched all three of these films, I was trying to figure out what the overbearing theme for each of these flicks was. And like even though Christmas was a huge censure on all three of these in its, its own way, I found that the Santa Claus was a way good father-son story and I found that the White Christmas was I'm still actually confused on White Christmas because I want I want to hear what David has to say about it because when watching White Christmas I found it was just a man with opportunity showing his opportunity and being happy that he was able to make everybody else happy I didn't see totally there, missed the point no there's 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 really not a lot of struggle in White Christmas exactly there is where, where is the struggle in that movie I don't know where it is at all. And that's the point. I got confused there. It was just like, I have opportunity and I'm going to share it. Ha ha, I'm great. And I do, I do want to slip this in here. We are going to talk about the themes of these movies and what they are about. But the question yes. is, what is the best Christmas movie? So just, just as a reminder, as we begin to, to debate these movies. And what I found in my, um, in my movie was that no matter what, what, what's awful and whatnot in this world that you can find hope and that you should share that hope and that happiness with everyone. And that's what the spirit of Christmas, I always imagine, is what the gift giving is. It's that you want to help and or you want to share what you have and make people happy no matter how grim and bare your life is. And that's what the little drummer boy showed me. But I didn't see any other Christmas themes in, in in your guys's maybe maybe white christmas more than santa claus either. wow that's that is so surprising so so mine is a, is a different take on a christmas movie because my movie takes the idea of well how do we make santa claus real how do we make this guy who can get from everywhere in one night uh is he a billion years old how does this work and they take some really really witty things uh, from from a night before Christmas and from just the Christmas experience and from Santa Claus and they they make it real they have the Santa Claus like in a, in a contract and so what we have is, is Santa if if anyone, if anyone hasn't seen the movie Santa falls off the roof and in very very fine comically fine print if you put on the the jacket and the hat you become the new Santa Claus and that's how this Santa Claus character is, is passed on and is able to to help these children and it is a father son story about um, but more so than the father sun aspect it's about belief in christmas and all that christmas is it's it's having that childish belief and hope and love in the fun and whimsy of christmas instead of growing up and being older and senile like we have neil who uh who just wants to look at everything logically and take all the logic and fun and whimsy and love out of christmas so it's not necessarily a traditional christmas story but it does take some awesome royalties on santa claus and make it a really fun Christmas story for for you, I, I for everybody, because that is a very funny movie. So the movie very much pushes, yes, believe in Christmas, believe in Christmas no matter what, but they never tell you what Christmas is. That whole movie is about presents. No, and, it's, and, no it's about delivering no, presents to the kids who have a belief, who don't have much, or who kids who have this, this childish not, not not even childish because that, that has like a more negative connotation. But who have this this I think whimsy is like the best one. They have this this 
this deep rooted whimsical childish belief in something in goodness that's going to happen so at least that, once a year. So is that what Christmas is about having imagination because honestly they could replace the Santa Claus character with anybody and that movie would still hold up and give the same exact message. All right, so I'm done with you two. Here's the thing. Stefan, you said, what is White Christmas about? Yeah, okay. How is it not I wanna, a I Christmas know. movie? All I want right. to know. I want to know. See, here's the difference between my movie and your movies. My movie deals with real people who actually experience what Christmas is. For example, one of the most touching scenes in that movie is the beginning, when Bing Crosby is singing White Christmas to a bunch of soldiers who don't get to have that. A bunch of soldiers who don't know if they're going to make it home to ever see their family again because they're fighting in World War II. And in there... It's one of the most touching scenes because you're just watching the reactions of these men who know what Christmas is to them. And it could be a million different things, but it's a real feeling, emotion, and holiday to them. So there in that scene, I think, is a beautiful way to illustrate how Christmas is meaningful. Yes, is this about rich people who can do a lot of things? Yes, but what does, what do they do? What is the whole point of that movie? It's about loving one another and giving out to others. Sometimes it's comical the way that Danny Kay and uh, Vera Ellen are trying to get their friends and sister to, you know, be with each other being Crosby and Rose, uh, Rosemary Clooney's character. Uh, it's a little whimsical and everything, but they're really trying to think about them because they think it's, it's going to be something that's helpful for them. And then overall, what are they all trying to do? They're trying to give some joy to a downtrodden general who helped so many of them. Because they knew that Christmas wasn't about them. They were going to spend millions of dollars just to bring joy for one night to this man that they honored. And you can't tell me that that when that scene comes and they all stand up to cheer for him, that you don't have a little emotion in there. A little tear in your eye. The movie is about giving out to others and not saying like, hey, Christmas is about presents. Don't get me wrong. I like the Santa Claus. And I think that out of this argument, the Santa Claus and White Christmas are the best movies on here. Your movie, Stefan, is <laughs> 25 minutes long, yet it feels like three hours. That movie is the timing in there is terrible. And is the worst of the Rankin and Bass stop motion movies. But it did get a sequel. You know, it, it was able to inspire him to go on and fight to save Silver Bells <laughs> so that Jesus can come down the street. You know, it's very inspirational that way. And the Santa Claus went on to inspire some great Nazi paraphernalia for hey, Santa already, Claus. We already threw that out. But okay, let's talk about it. <laughs> David, I'll, I'll, I, that- feel, I feel attacked. Hold on. I feel okay. no, no, I'm attacked because, because you already attacked and you Okay, all right. <laughs> I asked a question. I asked a genuine question. But even the reason why I think it this movie my movie got very bad reception because yes, it was poorly done, but I feel like it has the richest story out of all the Rankin and Bass. I mean, what? You're, you're, no. you're holding a story about a kid going to Jesus, and like you, that's really hard to fight. <laughs> no, in it's any not the imagination. No, it's because you have to look at it from the drummer's voice perspective. He had no idea what he was going to. He didn't even know who that guy was. Tim until Allen didn't know how to be Santa Claus. It wasn't about him following <laughs> Jesus or any of that crap. It was about that crap. Wow. Oh, crap. Right. No, oh, wow. oh, okay, okay. Oh, no, but I'm trying to throw that aside because I don't want to use that as 
as an overarching thing against you guys because it's not it's not about that it's about the message that this kid had a terrible terrible life his family was murdered he didn't know other people he was immediately thrown into slavery as soon as he was just out of venturing by himself then he loses um one of his only friends no he loses two of his friends one of them gets sold another one gets killed he doesn't know what to do and then the one thing that he has is his drum and he shares it though shares it one moment of happiness makes everyone smile and he realizes people aren't that bad in these in these moments you can have happiness and if you don't get that then you're missing the whole point of the movie you know the way that you describe that that actually falls in line with a lot of what white christmas was trying to do their characters are always suspicious of bing crosby's character thinking that he's trying to do something to gain favor with the world or try to get publicity his first encounter with the the haynes sisters they they she immediately calls him out and he's he's not saying anything bad he's just saying oh well you you had an angle for me to come here and uh, you played it and that's fine and he was saying that's that's okay and if i'm able to help you guys i'm willing to do it but she was so suspicious of that and she got offended by that even though the very next thing he did was get out and drag and one of the most hilarious scenes in that movie. And then later on, they think that, oh, well, he's trying to get onto a TV show so, so he could exploit the old man, the old general. And he wasn't. He was trying to give all that he could for other people. I don't know. People just did not believe him. Okay, I can follow that. I can follow that. I like that. Here's here's a big thing. You're, you're, the themes in your movie and how you describe it, that that's a beautiful theme. But you can take that away from Christmas and still have that be a story. You can cut off the beautiful scene in the beginning and you can cut off the beautiful scene at the end. And that movie, White Christmas, would be just as entertaining without those Christmas themes. They These two are really good movies with really good themes and stories, but you can remove these Christmas themes from these Christmas movies. You can't remove the Christmas from the Santa Claus. Because wh whether you like it or not, the, the goodness in both your movies, the goodness of Christmas, you kind of have to dig through that in our culture and society today. And this movie takes our culture and takes our belief in Santa Claus and what Santa Claus is as a person. He makes them real. They give him a, a contract and it, it makes it a real tangible thing that, that works in our society. That's not the most rosy or cheery Christmas movie, but it works. It's funny. It's hilarious. You can remove Christmas from both of you, especially, especially white Christmas. You yes. Know what? You know what? You can okay. remove the Christmas wait, aspect of wait, my movie. Hold on. Is... And my film is still a good film. And that's the thing. Yes, we have to go for what's the best Christmas movie here, but the fight is also what's the best. There was amazing movie. dance scenes in that movie. There was so much amazing dancing choreography. No, it, it was a fantastic uh, movie. Okay, yeah. it's a but wait, movie. wait, no, no. Here's the question then: What is Christmas to each of us? What is Christmas to you, Ryan? What is Christmas to you, Dave? And what is Christmas to me? Because let's, that let's gives not us a philosophical thing here. No, I that's want to know like what's the best <laughs> Christmas movie here. Well, because I feel like with Ryan's, it's it's the aesthetics, it's the visionary, it's the time of year for you. It's a it's a mood, and for me, it's obviously an emotion. So no, no, no hold on, Stephen. I, I gotta say, like, listen, I, I want my movie to win, but the Santa Claus is a Christmas movie, okay? Like, we can't get around <laughs> you, that. You can't <laughs> the Santa Claus is a Christmas movie, and it does have Christmas themes, both religious and secular. I mean, you can't get around it. It, it is there. I just felt like with his movie, the whole time, every time his kid whined, he he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna sink into this. He literally kidnapped his kid and became a fugitive because his kid's like, no, 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 okay, no, I'm no, going. No. He's like, all right, this is a good idea. idea. No, no, no. You know, there are some weird things in your movie. There are some very say, weird things okay, in your Stephen, movie. Stephen, was, do, did you feel this? Like, I've always thought this ever since I saw the movie for the first time. There was like some weird like sexual tension between that one elf. Judy? 
Yeah, and and Tim Tim <laughs> no, Allen, they, they, they addressed that completely. No, he was joking. Like, no, he was like, "Oh, you're a, you look like a kid." I'm there's no way. And I was she says, to "I'm you. seeing someone from rapping." Yeah, it, because they're was, kids, but that, they're also like 500 years old. That, yeah, that was addressed. That well, was come addressed. on, that was addressed. No, no, I know, but it, it's weird, right? No, <laughs> what I found very weird is how. <laughs> Nobody's gonna think that's weird. Their conclusion was really weird. weird. The cops didn't shoot at the man flying okay. like they should have. Everybody looks at him, and goes Santa. No, and here's, here's Santa. My, here's my problem with movies like the Santa and Claus resolve, or, boom, or just <laughs> like that. <laughs> here's my problem with, with mystical movies like Santa Claus or Elf or or others is that they they go through the entire film talking about faith and belief and how you should believe. And then at the end, they just sort of spoil it and like, hey, everybody, you don't need faith. I'm just going to show you. As opposed to a movie like Miracle on 34th Street, where by the end of that movie, you're not certain as to whether or not the character was actually Santa Claus or just a really nice, crazy man. It was the hat, the they, house. They the really house they really just it. leave it up to you because well, you really don't know. The house and was because of Santa Claus. No, but you don't know because he didn't buy the home. <laughs> they didn't get the home. It had the swing and all that stuff, right? No, n- like, why, why didn't you guys pick like movies like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street and that other one? Because I think this was best Christmas movies to us. Because oh, okay. if we're going with the best Christmas movies of all time, I I, I definitely would not have chosen the Little Drummer Boy. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not. Then you're out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? That, it was it was really hard because I actually did. I considered my choices were White Christmas, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, It's a Wonderful it's Life. Wonderful Life. I was going to say that one. Um. Or uh, what was that other one? The the one Scrooge. What's this? Christmas Carol. Yeah. Chris, yeah. Christmas uh, Carol. That one. I mean, there's a lot of great Christmas movies. Not Scrooged with Bill Murray. It seems like those are like probably the top on people's lists. I don't know. Yeah. Just wondering. I, I just, I, I picked this movie just because one, it's a personal favorite and two, I like the challenge of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, even, even to answer your question, so stepping away from the movie, Christmas, Christmas movies, I feel like those are really like, you don't really watch Christmas movies alone. That's it's more like a, a familial thing. Like you come together as a family and watch these heartwarming tales. And for me, Santa Claus is one of those movies that we always got together and we always watch because it, it's about uh, a, a struggling family. This dad turns out to be Santa Claus and how they work that out and how they all find their like Christmas whimsy and their Christmas spirit at the end. So it's like you're saying like oh like it all magically works out and the cops all like give up and oh and like the Miracle <laughs> on 34th Street the Santa Claus is, is he Santa Claus who knows but that's not this movie takes Santa Claus and puts it in a real sense to where he has like this contract and he's actually there and says you can have this whimsy and, and that okay, okay let me backtrack they have that like classic iconic line right what, what does the, the elf say like seeing isn't believing believing is seeing or believing isn't seeing or seeing is believing very you quotable don't, don't flick. Know. huh very quotable <laughs> she uses the same right, words Perry. yeah she uses the same <laughs> words multiple times so i don't know like how she says it but it, but it's not about it's about belief it's not about belief because in the end nobody has to believe no, because they're, they're, Neil, Neil doesn't have to believe at the end no. because he's been given all the proof and all the reasons and he got exactly what he asked for. He got that weenie whistle. So is, does belief only matter if if the thing is not actually real? Like once the exist, existence is proven, that makes belief for not? That's true. It's That's that's, that's exactly not. it. If you see it, then you don't believe anymore. You know. Raymond and Lemuel saw an ain't oh, getting... <laughs> <laughs> they saw an angel and they still didn't believe they still... that's that's from the book of mormon <laughs> we, we walked there <laughs> My bad. no that's that's the very definition belief is something that you don't know 
You're not entirely sure. And the pro and like, don't get me wrong. I like the Santa Claus, but the movie is flawed in its thinking. It teaches you this thing throughout the entire movie and then just ditches it at the end. Because he's Santa Claus. Yeah, he's Santa Claus. You and I know that because we're watching the movie. And the we're eight people who are standing outside know that, but nobody else in the world knows that. Eight people? There was like a whole entire okay, neighborhood. There was and like 45 people. Okay, there was, 45 there people. Was That's families a lot of people. And okay, police this is a very small story. Okay, to White Christmas. White Christmas. Uh, <laughs> this movie is from 54. This was the first movie in Venavision or Pentex Vision. Vista Vision. Vista Vision. The editing on this movie was terrible. What? There are so many scenes where the editing is just bad. Okay, if we want to talk about bad editing, that hey, is whoa, the little drummer whoa, boy. There's a specific scene to where uh, Danny Kaye has his arm broken and they're in the barracks. And uh, Bing Crosby is facing one direction. And then mid-sentence, oh he like, cuts Hey, I'm just saying. Okay, I'm okay, just okay. Are you talking about That's editing continuity. or continuity issues? No, Because editing, your movie's editing. got continuity issues, too. No, I'm too. not saying continuity. <laughs> I'm just saying editing. Just editing, like, watching this no, movie. That's called continuity. Know about movies, all right? What? No, it's about editing. It's about splicing things together. They reshot it and right. put it in different scenes. It's not continuity. Yes, okay. The so story they, makes sense so continuously. They, so they, they had some flaws in Continuity 19... is, David. They, they had some flaws in 1954. I'm sorry that your 1994 movie <laughs> was, uh, you know, they had another 40 years to get stuff like that right. I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. I didn't... So right, fun I'm fact about uh, White Christmas that makes it a little more enjoyable. Danny Kaye was not the original person that yeah, was supposed, supposed to be, be Fred Astaire. Yeah, supposed to be Fred Astaire. Then it was Randy O'Connor, and then and then Danny Kaye came in, and they did not want Danny Kaye. He was last on their list. They wanted Frank Sinatra. They wanted all these other people. Danny Kaye was the Will Ferrell of their day. <laughs> like he was this comedian that just made lowbrow movies that were stupid. And so one of the greatest scenes is when they're doing the. Uh, song with the they're, they're impersonating the sisters and they're singing sisters sisters never um Bing Crosby was having a hard time with Danny Kaye. He didn't really... This was like him like lowering himself, you know, really esteemed actor. It's like Ben Kingsley doing a movie with Will Ferrell. Like, you know, it just doesn't... It doesn't work. I feel like Ben Kingsley might do it. Though. Okay, you know what? That's true. Yeah. Ben Kingsley. He totally, he totally did it for Iron Man 3. He totally went down. That's true. <laughs> okay, okay. Think of some... Leonardo DiCaprio doing uh, a movie with Seth Rogen. So... Okay. So I'm Bing, trying to like fact check. Yeah, like, did he do but... anything like cameo? No, okay. No, no, yeah. no. He hasn't. So... Uh, what he does is that in there, he just starts taking his feathers and he just starts smacking Bing Crosby in the chest. That is not choreographed. That was not supposed to be the final. So take. that's a real laugh because that's they were a laughing. real laugh. So Bing Crosby starts to laugh. You, you could tell it was real laugh. Yeah. You could tell it because was real he laugh. just was like, "What are you doing?" And then it was just funny, and they kept it because that chemistry was real. And after that, they worked great with each other. But but Danny Kaye lightened up that movie. That movie wasn't supposed to be as funny as it actually was. Danny Kaye was hilarious in that movie. So. As for a film, like, I know, Tim Allen is hilarious. He really is. Danny Kaye's humor, though, is just classic. Like, as you were talking about in another episode, some of these older movies, just good old-fashioned, great music, great dancing, great humor. And that's one of those things that just never goes out of style. Not saying that the Santa Claus will. I, was there even any humor, good humor in uh, <laughs> your movie, Stephen? <laughs> There doesn't have to be humor in a I feel, Christmas movie. I feel like I'm just saying, I'm just saying like that. That's just, there was no humor, but I thought there was great songs. I do like the songs in mine. I, feel, I really <laughs> feel like Christmas movies, when it boils down to, I mean, the nuts and bolts, like if you want to take Rotten Tomatoes, White Christmas is a 76%. Santa Claus is at 75%. When you get to the nuts and bolts- <laughs> I am that much better. <laughs> it really comes down to rewatchability. 
I mean, that's what it really comes down to with Santa Claus because, or Santa Claus to, uh, with Christmas movies, because there are these movies that we only want to watch once a year. So we have this very small window of time. We're going to watch these movies and they have to be rewatchable because if they're not, we're going to miss that window and then we're never going to watch these movies. I'm, I mean, there's few Rankin and Bass movies I'm going to watch and, and little drum boy is not one of them. I would, wa- I, I watched white Christmas for the first time as I, uh, this is one of the first movies I watched for the podcast that Kenzie said, Ooh, I'll stay out and watch this with you until midnight. I was like, oh, wow. wow. Uh, so there's some rewatchability for her. But I feel like Santa Claus just, and maybe it's just because it's 1994 and it's a little bit newer and it had, the jokes are a little more, I don't know, relatable. No, no, that's not even true because the, the humor in that movie is in White Christmas is fantastic. But I feel like Santa Claus just has a, just a little bit more rewatchability to where you can watch that year after year after year. That's be that's, fine with it. that's according to your lens, and I'll agree. I think there's a lot of people out there who watch Santa Claus every year. I watch White Christmas every year. People have been watching that movie every year since 1954. That movie is a classic. It has lots of rewatchability. It is one of the hallmark movies of Christmas that you watch all the time. Santa Claus is, I feel, what amazes me about Santa Claus is that it has forced its way into that canon of. Christmas movies, but I still think it's a minor player when it comes to the the big ones. And, you know, the big ones, like I had mentioned earlier, those older movies. Well, they just have what, more time. They have more time. They've had more time, but I still feel like a lot of people are forgetting about Santa Claus because, one, it was oversaturated. They made these sequels, which I know you said don't have any bearing on it. They do. They they exist, and I think that made people tired of those of the original Santa Claus. The and second so, one wasn't that bad. The gets, third one with Martin Short, that one was a little. Bad. It gets <laughs> it gets pushed pushed to side, and it's not that it's a bad movie. It's just that it gets pushed aside because it isn't a classic, and maybe it will be in fifty years. But as of right now. I think there's a lot of people out there who have forgotten about that movie. See, but I mean, White Christmas is one of those classics, but I feel like you put a Santa Claus hat on Gene Kelly and Singing in the Rain. I mean, the movies aren't really that different. Like White Christmas, when I watched it for the first time, I loved it for the amazing acting, the really good humor, and the awesome dance. The the awesome dance sequences. I mean, the the opening sequence with White Christmas was super profound and a really awesome scene but there's not a whole lot of christmas to that those are themes that go above and beyond christmas saying that your two movies that they're they're solely christmas movies means that those themes are only bound to christmas time which they shouldn't be so so let's 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 take some example what are the classic christmas movies the classic christmas movies are uh a miracle on 34th street and uh um uh, gosh dang it, I can't. <laughs> oh, it's a Wonderful Life and White Christmas and uh, Holiday Inn and um, what are some other ones? I'm sure there's a lot. Let's Christmas take those. Carol. Uh, Christmas Carol. Carol. Let's 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 take those four movies. If you removed the holiday of Christmas from those movies, would those movies dramatically suffer? No, because their idea of Christmas was a little bit more nuanced than the Santa Claus or Elf or modern Christmas movies that we have because their idea was more of the spirit and theme of Christmas in different avenues. So when you take white Christmas, yeah. Could you remove Christmas from there? Yeah, you could. And it would still be a good movie, Put put a hat on Gene Kelly, you know, let's go with that. But uh, when we take a, it's a wonderful life. Are you going to say it's not a Christmas movie? They don't, I don't think they mentioned Christmas ever in that movie. But, uh, but it's the spirit of it. The idea of Christmas. Miracle on 34th Street happens during Thanksgiving. Okay? So, these movies are classic Christmas movies because of the themes and the emotions and the relatability in that these are more real people. 
people that we understand rather than being told what it was. These experiences that characters have in the Santa Claus are only relatable to us because we've seen it in other movies and they're mirroring each other. As opposed to White Christmas, there's going to be a soldier who's seen that movie and is going to go, that's real. That's real Christmas to me. You know, and, and all of that great. And, that, and that might be what the, the more nuanced 50s and 60s movies may be. But we're not in the 50s and 60s. And that's great to remember. But Christmas has changed since then. And our, our Christmas entertainment has changed since then. And what we have now is a lot different than what we had. Then we have those classics that we look back to when we watch. But but it's, it's, it's changed. And from what has changed and what has come out of that, the Santa Claus stands on top of all that other stuff that is more uh, rewatchable and more uh, applicable to today. And those themes are, yeah, those themes are definitely. But I don't know. I just think the Santa Claus has that a, a higher rewatchability factor. It has, more, I don't even want to say relatable because that, there's nothing really not relatable in that movie other than it's old. See, and that's the thing that surprises <laughs> me is that as, as we have argued before, the dumbing down of Hollywood, the Santa Claus, although a good movie, is the dumbing down of Christmas movies where it's a lot less nuanced. They can't give you real characters. They can't give you real people or emotions in that movie. It's fun. And there's a little bit of heart in there. But I feel like Home Alone is more relatable than <laughs> the Santa Claus because at least there's some real instances of like real life in there. I don't know. Tim, <laughs> Al Tim Allen's sarcasm and snarkiness in there is pretty uh, it's pretty on point with a lot of people that I know, including including myself. And I mean, really, we haven't really said a <laughs> lot just about- yourself to Tim Allen. <laughs> no, I mean, just his snarkiness in the movie. There's nothing wrong with Little Drummer Boy. I just feel like that's just not what I'm going to go watch. No, I watch Drummer Boy I, when I, it comes as I re a I reread the text and I realized it wasn't our favorite Christmas movies. It was the best Christmas movie. And I, 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 I got myself caught there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. I will watch Little Drummer Boy when I'm watching all of the other Rankin and Bass movies. Because I enjoy those movies. The Year Without the Santa Claus is my favorite of the Rankin and Bass ones. See, I just feel like... Heat Miser and Snow Miser, Ice Miser. I, just, <laughs> I love those. I just kind of feel like the Rankin and Bass films are all just very awful except for that one when well, it comes like, to their sustenance or substance they're the disney of uh of christmas movies but like if disney wasn't really good <laughs> i don't know i love rudolph the red-nosed reindeer where it goes into that weird like misfits islands the dentist elf and the big old abominable snowman like that just that movie is just trippy <laughs> <laughs> oh, those movies are like, I think, Stefan, you would have had a better argument had you gone with the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I hate Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I feel like that movie's an abomination to Christmas. <laughs> I don't know. what I, So, I, I think I think what it really comes down to is is what are you looking for in a Christmas movie? And yeah. I, I will include uh, Santa Claus in the movies that I want to watch. But... I'm never going to hold it above or say that it's better than White Christmas or other classics. I feel like I feel because like because it's the, it's the it's the cheap candy of the Christmas movies. I feel like with my movie though, it's the only one that you can show younger people or children and older people and they can all get a message and they can learn something from it quickly and immediately and it's a good message that you can carry throughout Christmas. Yours is a 2-hour long musical. 
really. Yours is the most meaningful, but I mean, as far as like rewatchability and like picking it up and like over a White Christmas or the Santa Claus, I'm not going to pick it up over any of these movies. I enjoy White Christmas so much. I enjoyed it so much watching it today, but I cannot say that a lot of people my age will go and watch White Christmas over Santa Claus. And, and yeah, I'm the, the Christmas to, meat in that movie is just, it's, it's slim and you have to look for it. And yeah, it, it's it would be initially sure. off-putting to a modern generation. Santa, I, lo- I loved it. Santa Claus is kind of like the beginning of it's all the Christmas movies that we have today. Because yeah. White Christmas is one of the few classic Christmas movies I know that a lot of people my age have actually seen and enjoy it. And people who don't like musicals enjoy that movie. It, it's a great film. Because I'm not saying it's not. It's just I'm just saying. And that I think a lot even, of more people have seen that movie than you're giving it credit. Even with the themes in that movie, if you take out the if you take away all of that talent that's in there and the and Bing Crosby's beautiful singing voice and the beautiful choreography if you take those out it's not as good of a movie can, can we just say what let's take the Christmas out of your movie yours isn't even he said take the music I'm saying take the talent take away oh. Bing Crosby take away the awesome choreography <laughs> you take that out even if you have the same themes of Christmas in there it's not as good okay let's replace Tim Allen with Kevin Sorbo I think we could <laughs> And it wouldn't be a very good movie. No, it would still be a better Christmas movie. Like no, it would be it would be a movie that'd be on the Hallmark Channel that'd be really stupid. It would, really stupid. I think that Santa <laughs> no, like, Claus' yes, we, story is unique enough to hold itself up because it's no, no, fun. No, because there's plenty of movies out there, plenty of cool interpretations of Santa Claus out there, there is, that there are, are not gonna there hold are. up because we can play this all day. Let's take this out. Let's <laughs> let's do this. What if? What if? But David, the fact you're, not, you're not supposed to you're supposed to leave the logic alone. And let me have a the, good point. The fact <laughs> of the matter is is that White Christmas is one of the most iconic. Christmas songs of all time, hey, and it didn't come from White Christmas. It didn't come from White Christmas. It <laughs> so was, great! This movie, I'm so happy for that Reaper. Song. And the snow song, the original lyric was free. Back. It wasn't even snow. snow it's like let's just change snow, some lyrics snow. around. <laughs> this would be a good song for our Irving, Christmas movie. Irving Berlin is one of the great songwriters of American history, and he wrote all the music. And ninety-five percent of people would not know who yeah, that is. Who's the who? He wrote White Christmas and all those songs. The reason why this the <laughs> reason why Bing Crosby did this movie was because there was a three picture deal to showcase Irving Berlin music, and so he was supposed to do it with Fred Astaire. The first one was Holiday Inn. I forgot what the second one was, and then this was the third one. Fred Astaire didn't want to do it. Uh, I think he's getting older as well, and uh, he left, and so then that's why they got Danny Kaye and stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's Santa Claus. Uh, as, I, as, as, as entertaining and as good as White Christmas is, I think Santa Claus is the most rewatchable and the most fun Christmas movie. Ever. I, I, you can't say that it's not rewatchable. You're saying that yours is just more Christmassy. I'm saying it's and more like, rewatchable. I'm saying it's more rewatchable. I'm saying yours is rewatchable. It's a great movie, mm-hmm. but I think mine is more rewatchable and appeals to a broader audience because when you get down to it the 12 and under they're not going to sit and watch they're not going to appreciate that every year when their parents force them to sit and watch this two-hour musical they're just not going to no i don't think that's true because i think that there are plenty of people out there who could watch that movie when they're younger i mean not when they're like five or something but like that movie is a fun movie and it's it's got the goofy factor, and that's what Danny Kaye was good at. He was he was goofy. He does the voices. He does the acting. I feel, he, I feel like the Santa Claus has a goofy factor, no, I'm but sa- it's a lot like no, the no, goofy I, movie. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> nothing like the goofy yeah. movie. Neil okay. brought a lot of Max goofiness. doesn't want to believe in Goofy. Uh, Charlie does want to believe in his dad. They're completely different father son dynamics. Charlie does not want to believe in his dad initially until until, until he, he kills Santa Claus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Charlie hates his dad. dad. When you get down to the nuts and bolts, they're not all that shiny. Yeah, no, go down to the nuts and bolts, and the movie has a really funny premise. 
an interesting premise and it has a great comedian. And then that's it. All those other characters are pretty annoying. I I loved Bernard growing up. I always <laughs> you, loved you liked watching Bernard cool. grow up in all the movies because that got really weird really fast. He just yeah. became super tall and awkward. <laughs> no, he's really yes. good. He's really good I numbers love, too. I, I love the Jewish the Jewish elf. <laughs> I know. He's, that's Bernard. That's Bernard. Bernard's awesome. No, like, but I mean, I no nonsense. I like that guy. <laughs> but that's I why mean, he was so pissed off. <laughs> I mean the movie. The movie is funny. I'm not, I'm not trying to yeah, say it's yeah, not. Bernard has zero sympathy when this man accidentally killed Santa Claus <laughs> and had magical reindeer take him to the North Pole, and he still didn't have time for his bull crap. Like, come on, Bernard, like, give the man a little bit of sympathy. You have the Santa Claus. You're Santa Claus. Okay, <laughs> that's it. Here's the thing. My argument would be then this. Uh, yes, your movie may be more Christmassy, and little kids can enjoy it. Okay, but okay, the episode but, is which the done. best Christmas movie. You said done. it's I'm, more Christmassy. I'm, I'm, I'm not done. Okay, so you're, maybe it's more Christmassy, and kids can enjoy it. But is yours the better film? I think mine's the better Christmas film. No, 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 no not I the better you, film. Is yours? Is yours the better movie out of these two? No, yours is. But the, the okay, question so is, mine Christmas is movie. the so, and is mine not a Christmas movie? No, it is. So mine is the better film, and it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> But it's not a better. It's not a better Christmas movie. David could be a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> this semantics crap. It doesn't mean nothing. Okay, Stefan, out of these two, which would? Oh, actually, hold on a second. I Ryan. have my own opinion. <laughs> no, no, Ryan, out of the, out of these two movies, which would you pick? Drummer boy. Yeah, the little drummer <laughs> boy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna That's ask, two out of three. No, 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 I, no I would. I would. I would go. I would. I would go. I'm gonna ask the same Christmas. question of myself, Stefan. Out of these two movies, Santa Claus and White Christmas, which would you pick? Actually. When I last night I chose to watch a movie, I'm like, which movie am I gonna watch first? And I chose the Santa Claus. Okay, but that doesn't answer the question. It was literally my first choice. I had I had the option of watching an hour and a half flick or a two hour flick, and I chose the first. I don't think it's two hours. It It is. is. It's exactly two hours. Exactly, it's It's two hours. It might be like an hour and fifty nine minutes, but it's it's right there. I always thought that uh, you know, Drummer Boy was two hours. It's twenty five minutes. <laughs> Feels like two hours. I enjoyed the music. <laughs> I I actually didn't know. It okay, was, it so was you, a short you pick movie. you pick the Santa Claus. I literally picked the Santa Claus first when I had the option That's to it, watch Santa both. Claus wins in. And then okay, so is that is that your answer, Freddie? Uh, Frank. No, <laughs> I picked the Drummer Boy. What? <laughs> Wait, why? It was the Jesus factor, right? <laughs> Heck yeah. Except for uh, Stefan did say Jesus crap. So yeah. I don't <laughs> well, know if that hurt, All like, that religion crap. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I was just kidding. No, is this the end? Yeah. yeah. I want to know what's your thoughts. Oh my gosh. Well, I kind of agree with um, Ryan and David, or Stefan, Stephen, <laughs> that uh, like, I-, I feel like White Christmas, like the beginning is really Christmassy. But then like it feels like just a big long musical throughout the whole movie. And I don't know. It is a good movie and it is a Christmas movie, just like you said. It's as much it's as much of a Christmas movie as Die Hard is an actual Christmas movie. It's not really a Christmas movie, <laughs> but we love Die Hard as a Christmas movie. Okay. I'll say it. I don't care. It's not actually a Christmas movie, yeah. people. Oh. And, and shots Ryan, fired. Ryan how you said that which one's re rewatchable, it does I mean, I would watch Santa Claus every year. I watched a White Christmas two years ago for the first time. I tried to watch it last year. I got past the first part, and then the musicals began. I'm like, I don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> but 
I don't know. This one's hard. Because <laughs> you guys both had good arguments. Yeah, I'm going off the arguments. <laughs> <laughs> Even Stefan had a good argument. I yeah, mean, thank you. <laughs> I was like, whoa, Stefan, good job. I only had one well-rounded thought, though. No, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think there's any room to argue the themes of that movie. It's just that it's shorter. It's stop motion. It's just not. The quality is not is not up to par with these other flicks, and I, I get that. And I, did, I didn't put that into consideration. I went solely off of theme um, because, truthfully, the dr- little drummer boy isn't played out perfectly but i feel like it's the only it's the only story that i can follow along that i really enjoy out of a lot of the christmas movies it's it's the one i say hey this is christmas to me if they made a better version of it i'd watch that version (laughs) you know what that's sincere because ever since stefan was a little kid he's always loved the little drummer boy i never quite understood it but that movie has always been his yeah so i just yeah that that that's that's really it's emotional life points again no no (laughs) stefan's like this movie (laughs) since he was seven therefore (laughs) it's because a little drummer boy didn't have a father (sighs) yeah so we could relate to him (laughs) all right all right right, freddie so are you going with the santa claus don't put words in his mouth no no that's what i that's what i thought he was going sorry Last time I put words in my mouth, and then everyone criticized him for picking Goofy movie. Just let the man talk, all right? I didn't say my movie. Gosh, I'm gonna say it's a um, it's a two way tie. You cannot say that. <laughs> you have to pick one, because one is more. Mo- they're just very opposite. One's modern. Kids would want to watch it today. Adults would want to watch it. Old people would want to watch it for. Gosh, I forget these names. White Christmas. White Christmas. Because it's more classic and it's like a classic movie. It's a musical. Let's go with Little Drummer Boy. Because <laughs> it's Stefan's favorite. <laughs> Life points. Is that your answer? I don't know. <laughs> don't don't be don't be teasing me like that. <laughs> Spence is killing me, man. I haven't seen Little Drummer Boy, but the way that Stefan explains it, it sounds. Like it's more of a good message. Here, let me let me just let me just tip you off with one more thing. All right, let me just give you a quote. Because if you're going off the feeling of Christmas, what Christmas, Christmas, um, uh, spirit of Christmas, spirit of Christmas is all about. Do you know words today? I I don't think you do. Here, here, let me just speak some final words really quick. Let me just say the last line of the movie. No, 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 no. We no, let's hear. I like this. We know no one's going to listen to this. At this point, we're just kind of talking while we're being recorded. So whatever, who cares? So. Aaron's heart was filled with joy and love, and he knew at last that the hate he had carried there was wrong, as all hatred will ever be wrong, for more powerful, more beautiful by far than all the eons of sadness and cruelty and desolation which had come before was that one tiny crystalline second of laughter. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And I think... And in that you can replace God, they can see true happiness. That either way, that this is that that in this, if you find joy in giving all and a pure heart to another, you can enjoy pure happiness. And I love and that. And that's a beautiful message, but I'm still not watching that movie. I'm not going to it. So Stefan's has a Wait, great can I, can I add something message. Too? Ryan's is I more add watch rewatchable. And David's is a classic. I have so watched. It's I've a three-way watched, tie. I've watched my movie since I was seven as well. Just throwing that. out I've there. watched my movie every year since I was born. I have actually watched all of these movies very many times. I cannot <laughs> tell you. I'm dreaming. Okay, you're not. Just, okay, Christmas. I do love Bean Crosby's voice. His That's eyes, why I wanted to watch it in the first place. His eyes are stunning in that movie, right? <laughs> Wait, I was just no. staring at his eyes the whole time. Stop. Miss the color? Was He's it? a beautiful man. It's so blue. We need an answer. 
<laughs> Stefan has got Rogue One to see. You know what? I'm going to leave this up to you guys, the listener. No one's listening. <laughs> hey, Leanne, Leanne, you picked the winner, all right? Mike, <laughs> Mike, I need you here. <laughs> Actually, we do want to dedicate Stephen, this, this Stephen, episode that we're you, just kind of like dragging You know what? To. I'm not going to call it to anybody specific because I'm free. I'm here for all my listeners. Anybody who's <laughs> who's going to say, just give your honest opinion on, on, on who you think had a better argument for a better film. Even though my quality seemed the lowest, it, it, I feel like I can bring it up to par with these guys. Okay, here's the thing. All right, fine. Freddy, Freddy's wussing out here. So what we're going to do is you just say what you want in the comments on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Facebook, on Twitter. You let us know what movie you think wins. We will announce the winner next. Actually, we're going to be off next week. So... Uh, we will announce it when we come back because we are going to take a break for the holiday season. But Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Kwanzaa, uh, Happy Holidays, whatever you're doing. We're signing off. Uh, we're going to have a good time. Happy Yule. Happy Yule. A Festivus for the rest of us. We will see you guys next week. I'm David Sandu. I mean, kind of. I mean, not really, but. Oh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Because we're. Yeah, we're taking the week off. Like, like you said. Uh, <laughs> I'm David Sandu. Ho, ho, ho. I'm oh. Stefan Sandu. <laughs> That's really hard to follow up with that. Ho, ho, ho. That was really. You went for that one. <laughs> I'm right. Don't forget you can find us on Twitter at Oh The River House and on Facebook at Film Cult. And you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. With every Christmas card I write